Welcome back to another episode of the Old Guy Metal Cast. As always, I am your host, Jim Vicious, joined by Mr. Bobby Blaze. What's up? I have my false teeth in. I am in my grandpa metal pose. Let's do this. <laughs> I've got a heating pad on my back. <laughs> And that's not too far off from where I was. I was uh, laying down with a heating pad on my back last night. Dude, I fucking, I rocked the heating pad as well. We are fucking old guys. <laughs> it's not just a name, dude. It's not a gimmick. We're fucking living it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my fucking knee has been killing me for like the last week. And I'm just like, God damn it. Christ. Grandpa metal. Have you been going to physical therapy like me? Not currently, but I have in the past. <laughs> I think I've done uh, five tours of duty in physical therapy. And uh, this is my sixth time. They fucking, all right, th this is crazy because they're doing some weird stuff now. They never did this before, but they're applying like intense amounts of pressure onto my spine. It feels like I'm being crushed by rocks. So um, I don't know if that's something new, but I've never had it done before. And you've been going that many times and that long. How are you not fucking a nurse by now? All for different parts of my body, man. But like every year, something new will start hurting. So mm. when I was at physical therapy, all of the nurses were just hot. Really? There's yeah, fucking, dude. dude, there's only one chick and the rest are guys. Oh, no. I had all women and they were all hot. <laughs> To different degrees yeah that was like the first time i went to physical therapy it's like damn they, they can touch my feet anytime <laughs> and i'm not even a foot guy <laughs> what a way to open the show <laughs> you know, how you been how's your back doing <laughs> yeah right that's gonna be us in like old folks homes and shit and the nurses come i need a sponge bath could you give me an enema I don't need one. I just want one for funsies. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into some metal shit. The old guy metal cast. Uh, Cannibal Corpse is popular in the news right now. They just put out an album. Their best in a long time, in my opinion. Uh, kind of having a little bit. And I feel like a lot of people agreed with that. I wasn't sure if that would be the take. But it seems like a lot of people agree that this is kind of a, a reinvention of the band with Eric, with Eric Rutan. Yeah, it's almost like they're reinvigorated because their sound, it, it's got some new life in it. So I would say so. Fucking crack one open. <laughs> A lot of people have positive reviews for this, man. It, That's really good. And rightly so, because it is a fucking good ass album. Pretty good. Pat O'Brien, the former guitar player, uh, has now been sentenced in his 2018 um, burglary and aggravated assault charges. <laughs> Wasn't he naked? Like, didn't he break into a house nude or some shit? I have the shit down here. I think we'll see. Um, he was sentenced to serve, uh, time served, and five years of probation. Uh, ordered to pay nearly $24,000 in restitution. Submit to regular drug and alcohol evaluations. So he must subject to random testing and serve uh, 150 hours of community service. He uh, was arrested originally in December of 2018. Uh, they were called to his home when it caught fire with exploding ammunition inside. <laughs> you know, as it, that happens. I mean, I think we can all agree that. Yeah, who doesn't have a bunch of loaded weapons just laying around and, you know, 
There's more. Fire. There's more. While firefighters struggled to put out the fire, despite the exploding ammunition, O'Brien had allegedly entered another person's home nearby where he reportedly pushed a woman down and then hid in the backyard. (laughs) They were eventually able to subdue O'Brien with a taser after he came at them with a knife. He's lucky he's white. Jesus Christ. You fucking go at the police with a knife and you fucking didn't get shot. If that was an Asian or a black guy, somebody would be yelling, taser, taser, and he'd be fucking dead. (laughs) They'd write up in their notes like, um... Uh, suspect suffered medical <laughs> medical issue. Kind of sweep it under the rug or something. Yeah. So, in his home, they found over eighty firearms and thousands of rounds of ammunition, including what were described as military flamethrowers. Jesus Christ! What was this guy gonna do? Uh, he appeared in court in an anti-suicide vest and shackles. The judge said his bond to fifty thousand dollars at that time. What the fuck is an anti-suicide vest? It's a vest that restrains you so that you can't kill yourself. So like a straight jacket? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Okay, so he was that much of a risk of like suicide because he's still out of his mind. Yeah. I mean, I guess. So. Wait a. Uh, yeah, he's out though. You know, he'll be doing this shit. Um, I thought I swore that there was something to do with meth involved in that too, but evidently I thought not. he was naked. I thought I read somewhere that he broke into somebody's house and he was pretty much naked except for tidy whities or something. I mean, if he were naked, they would have noted it. I think here. <laughs> if he was in his underwear, I think he'd have noted it too. But either way, um, I don't know. Fuck it. I think you know. Eric Rutan's like makes it better. Sometimes you need something to kick it in the ass, you know? Sometimes you just need to like especially after being a band that long. Yeah. It's like, dude, let's kick out one of these guitar players. Or somebody else. I don't know. It's a good run. Like look at the photograph they took of him. He looks so sad while he's playing the guitar. He's wearing a mentor shirt. And uh he just he he looks really, really sad. I mean, he looks vacant. He's like, somebody just kill me now. Yeah. And I don't know. Is, is he, He's not original either, right? Because they've gone through a bunch of a bunch of guitar players, I'm pretty sure. Let's see here. I do remember the name from maybe... I think he's probably been in it maybe 20 years or more, though. Oh, really? Yeah. I, if I recall correctly, I don't know if he's like been there since the inception, but he has been there quite a while. Well, they used to have Jack Owen... Yeah, Jack Owen. And then didn't Jack Owen go to um, Six Feet Under for a little bit? Like the first album, maybe? He did. Uh, He played on Eaten Back to Life, Butchered at Birth, Tomb, Bleeding, Vile, Gallery, Bloodthirst, Gore Obsessed, and Wretched Spawn. So, I mean, he was in the band a long fucking time. Oh, shit. Then he went to Deicide. Even though he's a Christian, I remember that. He was like... (laughs) Oh, no shit. He was like very open. He's like, yeah, I'm a Deicide guy, but I still love Jesus and stuff. <laughs> Glenn Benton's probably like, come on, man. I kill Satan. He's like, fucking do the play the gimmick, goddammit. <laughs> and then uh, Bob Rousset, I remember when he played in, yeah. uh, he's not listed here as far as like, he's not clickable in Wikipedia. Sorry, sir. <laughs> yeah, I heard that he was on one of the original recordings before Eaten Back to Life and the audio, like his vocals were basically so terrible that they went with Barnes. I don't know if that's true, but that's just something I heard. He played guitar. 
I'm pretty yeah, sure I didn't. He's also a vocalist, I think. Mm. Yeah. So and O'Brien joined for for Gallery of Suicide, which that is a fucking awesome one. That's like one of my favorite uh, from the Corpse Grinder era, I think. Yeah, that's that's a fucking dark album. He played in Ceremony and Nevermore. So there you go. Yeah. Shit. And then they got Rob Barrett is still there. Rob Barrett is fucking Rob Barrett played on a bunch of malevolent creation shit. He joined in Vile. So are no bleedings where he actually debuted. Okay. Okay. Wasn't so they changed it up a bunch. Now was Corpse Grinder in Monstrosity or was it Malevolent Creation? I can't remember which one it was. That was Monstrosity. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, uh, you know, best wishes to the guy who gets his shit together, man. I don't know. Why the fuck you got 80 guns, man? Like I don't know. They, they didn't explain any of that. Like they didn't say he was into some kind of QAnon militia type shit. He just uh like stocking up on weapons, like live weapons. I mean, I don't know the laws of Florida, but I'm pretty sure flamethrowers are illegal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure flamethrowers are illegal everywhere. Well, this is America. I mean, who knows? That's the thing is like, is he breaking the law by having 80 guns? <laughs> probably not even. No, probably not. I mean, as long as you're not uh, setting them out in your yard for like little kids to come by and shit, you're probably not breaking the law. I don't think you can set anything outside for little kids to come by. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, some people like to show off their shit, you know? I don't even want kids coming close to me. <laughs> Get the fuck off my lawn. Uh, I mean, that way, too, but also just, like, I don't want any part of it. Like, I'm never going to be... Like, if I find myself alone in a house with a kid, you know, like, going in to take a piss at the fucking, at like, a 4th of July party. I, I went in one year, and there's this kid in there, and I'm like, fuck no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I will be nowhere alone where there is a yeah. kid without anybody around you go fuck yourself. You know, you would, I would do that same exact thing. I'm saying, like, if somebody's kid walks in the house, and I'm the only one in the house, my ass is going outside. <laughs> yeah, get quick, dude. I am dude. responsible for your fucking child. Pull out your cell phone and start filming yourself. <laughs> Go outside. Like, leaving the house now. <laughs> exactly. A kid is over there. I'm way over here. I am nowhere near. This exactly, dude. Yeah, uh -oh. exactly. Because that accusation alone. I mean, not to say it would happen, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, the, uh, fuck that's no. as fuck. I don't want any kids around me. Wow. Plus, they're annoying little fucks. I mean, let's yeah. be going, let's be honest. Speaking of that, man, like when I was going to lessons a few years ago. Um, I used to hate sitting in the waiting room because this guy had like six kids and he would bring them in with him and they would start climbing under the chairs, climbing on top of me, like walking across my fucking legs. And I'm just sitting there like, what are these children doing? You look as, I mean, you look like we both look fucked up, right? So it's surprising that they would because, I mean, you look pretty fucking, you know? Yeah. I don't, you think you scare kids? No, I guess not. They're just, I. I just don't understand it. They want to climb on me like a fucking jungle gym. No, dude. Like, get away from me. I don't even know you. And if I did, you would know to stay away from me. <laughs> so he going to have lessons and let kids run around? Yeah. And I had to change days because of that. I'm like, no, dude, this, this guy brings his kids in all the time. And they're fucking making noises, climbing all over the chairs, <laughs> under the chairs, trying to hide behind my legs. You know, hiding behind other people's legs. I'm just like, 
make your kids mind or don't bring them. You know? How long do you think it would take to, him to notice when he got done if one of them was gone? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was probably hoping for that. He's like, I got too many fucking kids. You come on, you're like, you're like one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Somebody's got to take a couple of these bastards. Speaking of that, dude, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, you fucking shred a guitar and you're thinking, dude, I will take lessons, please, over uh, <laughs> over Skype or Discord. Oh, if, shit. If you shred. Why don't you get uh, Natanic? Because I don't want to pay him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pay him. <laughs> no, I don't want to pay him. I like him. I don't want to pay him. Oh, shit. It's That's, expensive as fuck, dude. It it's is. like 50 bucks for a half hour. It's like, like, go fuck a hooker for that, dude. Get out of here. Come on, man. <laughs> Well, maybe if there's a hooker that can uh, teach you to shred while you're fucking her or something. You know, I mean, that, dude. And uh, it's great if you can do it, but I'm, I, I'm a grown. I pay 50 bucks for a half hour. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Goddamn. How much do you pay at that place that you went to? Uh, let's see. I think it was $25 a half hour, actually. And what are you going to do in a half hour? Like, we can't do anything in a half hour. Basically, they, you know, they have, uh, I don't, every teacher's different. So what my teacher did was he would write down some exercises on paper, you know, in tab form and, you know, show you finger placement. He would teach you new chords, you know, and basically play along. You'd play along with him for that half hour. And then like you go home, practice that shit for a week. And you, when you return the next week, you know, you'd, either try that you know see what you had to work on or do some different shit Uh, Mm. that's basically what i was doing if only there was a place i could just like write a check out to to gain the ability like an rpg (laughs) download that shit to your brain directly (laughs) like i could find it in a cave somewhere (laughs) the ability to shred like (laughs) i think that's just like my procrastination is like i need to have lessons yeah. Where I, I, the resources online, or like I know somebody who signed up for a, I don't know if you like music is win. I don't know what his name is. Some oh fucking, yeah, I know that guy. The guy who's like, this is why you suck at guitar. Yeah. Uh, uh, is that him? I don't know. Anyway, it might be I don't know, someone who signed up for his like online lessons or whatever. Where it's just like you get access to all these videos or whatever. Okay, I should try that shit maybe. That shit on um, Instagram where it's called the Weekend Wank Shop, and he he does a bunch of different tabs on there. Mm. I think I that's the same guy. Yeah, I think it's pretty cheap too. Maybe I should try that. Yeah, I'm in this weird position where it's like I've been I play guitar in bands and shit, but I still need lessons, <laughs> and I don't know where to start because I'm obviously not starting at the beginning. But well, I think you would have to start from the beginning so you could understand like the concepts behind a lot of the things. It'd be weird to be able to like, it's like finger dexterity on there. Like I'm pretty good at that shit already. I've you know, played guitar for 20 years. I just yeah. don't know anything. You see, I'm terrible at that, especially now because I've had to stop for about 10 months. I used to be really quick, but the dexterity is all but gone. And then I've had to recently stopped the lessons once again because my muscles started acting up so i'm like fuck i might as well not even play guitar mm. i don't know dude yeah fucking yeah, if you want to give us give me free lessons online uh in exchange for maybe i'd like do it shirtless or peanut, <laughs> like rub peanut butter on my chest if that's what you're into or something or, or we'll just shout you out on the show yeah or you know 
I mean, I'm pretty entertaining to talk to. It'd probably be fun for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I look forward to, you know, every two weeks we do our little old guy metal cast and talk about metal and lots of other bullshit. Uh, let's see some other things that are going on. Uh, Primus has announced they rescheduled their Rush tribute tour. I just had no idea that they were doing that, and that's pretty awesome. Hopefully, you can uh, a recording of this or a you know a full video version will be available. That sounds awesome. You were the one who did, who got me into Rush too because I remember not liking them, and then you uh, sent me a link to their album on Spotify, and I was like, wow, this is pretty fucking good. A lot of people think, like, when they hear Rush, they're like, hey, hey, you know, today's Tom Sweet, you know, and they're like, whatever. But you got to dig in there, yeah. So they're doing, like, a, they play two sets. They do one of their original shit, and they do the uh, entire album, 1977's Farewell to Kings, in its entirety. Oh, shit. Okay. So. What with that? Those guys, you know, I, I don't know if I'm a huge Primus fan. I guess I don't, like, I don't dislike it, I, I, but... They're really smart about how they do shit, you know. Like they did I'm, this whole Willy Wonka thing. Are you familiar with that? No, not for where me. they they went on a tour and well, they first thought they put out an album that's like a cover of Willy Wonka. It's like all the music from Willy Wonka done by Primus, and they would do tours and shit where they would sell different chocolate bars with their records and shit. It was just smart because it's like. People don't pay for music anymore with downloads and all this shit, but you can sell them overpriced Primus chocolate bars, you know? It's like, fuck yeah, that's smart as shit. Yeah, and hopefully uh, hopefully the chocolate has some edible marijuana in it. Yeah, oh, and it does not. That if, it, if they actually sold you chocolate with some mind-altering properties, like so you would feel like you're a part of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and all that crazy shit going on. Well, I thought the live thing had a lot of that aspect, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that album too is a weird one because the only song anybody really knows off that is Closer to the Heart. The rest of it's like, dude, Xanadu, which is an 11-minute fucking song that is just complete insanity. Um, it is like a five-minute long instrumental section and shit. It's completely ridiculous. That reminds me of King Crimson where they do those really long fucking songs. Yeah. It's just, uh, I mean, it's good, but it's super long. And sometimes I hate listening to something that's 12, 15 minutes. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I love me some Fripp, dude, so. <laughs> dude, I've got the attention span of like a four-year-old now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Sanity, just to learn that song, it's got, you know, like, that was at the time where they were just putting a zillion parts into songs, and it's just like... How do you even remember where the fuck you're going? But anyway, that's pretty cool. Um, some of the things, Rings of Saturn. You familiar with this band? Um, I'm not familiar with them, but I did see the article that you're speaking of. Yeah, they got dropped from Nuclear Blast. I guess they had some kind of big argument. Um, I don't know, dude. So what does it take to get dropped from an extreme metal label? Uh, well, evidently this guy in the band um, had came under fire in 2012 um, for allegedly recording studio parts in halftime, then speeding them up. <laughs> what the fuck? Separately, yeah. For miming guitar parts in videos, um, pretending to play guitar at the band's live shows he was accused of. 
while track parts were piped through the PA. Eventually got called out for stealing riffs. Um, so it sounds like he's a fucking douche mouth. Mm. Is Rings of Saturn a good band? You know, I've heard them uh, definitely, but if it was, it wasn't anything that like caught on with me. I definitely listened to them before, okay. but I don't remember anything of it. So it was probably generic or not my taste. Okay. But no less. I guess this guy's an ongoing douche, and now they have no record label. It sucks when you're attached to somebody who's a fucking yeah. loose cannon. They they fuck it up for everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I was in a band around, you know, that... I mean, I don't know. We were pretty prominent in the area. We won the rock metal band of the year at some fucking award show thing that we, none of us went to. <laughs> but anyway, we had a dude in our band, our, our singer... Um, a lot of people are probably listening that know exactly all the players involved in the story but he was a fucking wild man dude he was addicted to like drugs that were beyond the scope of like what's cool for this band you know yeah because every, every band has their own their own level of like these are the drugs that we do these are the drugs that are okay with us yeah. and there are things that are outside of that most definitely so he's on wild shit that is beyond it and he would just start these fucking crazy things with other bands on social media or in person. You know, this guy's like lead singer shit, you know? I don't know what that is. Lead singers. They call it LSS, lead singer syndrome. You can hit me up because I did fucking sing in bands before that uh, for a lot of years. And well, one band particularly. And I was a fucking, I was a madman. <laughs> I was like, 20 when we started that band 19 and so it was all through my early 20s and i was a fucking madman you know it was like to my head i was off my fucking rocker man and this guy was like a cool dude bass player guy and then all of a sudden he sings for this other band i'm in and he turns into a fucking madman hmm. yeah be in constant wars with people because he would always be out doing crazy shit, saying crazy shit publicly. And it's like, bro, you're a member of the band. You know, no matter what you do, people are like, know you. Cause like, well, who is this guy? Oh, he's in that fucking band. You know, that's what you are to people. So, you know, don't stop being a fucking asshole. But he didn't. And we broke up and that's the end. <laughs> and the band is no more. Yeah. Well, you know. Half the band fired him without like really the other half even being involved with it. And then they're like, you know, like, who are we going to find to replace this guy? And nobody. Because like, good luck finding a, somebody who can like sing, actually sing. So would you say that um, when you were the lead singer, you caught kind of the Dave Mustaine syndrome? I don't know what the syndrome is. It's just like, <laughs> you're just a fucking madman. You're just like, we're going to go in this direction now. We're going to be all artsy and shit. There's something to being out front that if you're young or you're brand new to it, it can go to your head, you know, and you just kind of go fucking sideways. Oh. That's what I, that's what I was, but I was also young. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying like if you play guitar in bands for 20 years, you're 40 and you start singing in some band, you're going to turn into some <laughs> fucking wank job. I don't know about that. But when you're young and you you're in that position and like everywhere you fucking go, 
you know, people are like, oh, dude, you know, like people know who you are. People talk to you and shit. And like you get, it, you know, you start fucking thinking your shit doesn't stink. Well, I think at that point there's um, when you, when you're in your twenties or, or late teens, you know, you're 19, 20, 21, you have very little awareness of yourself and you actually start to believe your own hype. You think you're the shit. You're like, yeah, I'm the lead singer of this fucking band. And we're doing great. Yeah. But yeah. When, when you're older, you have more awareness of self, I would hope. And you're just like, all right, let's, let's try to get along and not be assholes to each other and other people. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. But this guy sounds like a fucking douche. I don't know. <laughs> Mimicking it, playing shit in half speed, but speeding it up. That's fucking <laughs> hilarious, actually. I mean, like, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> now listen to the Rings of Saturn, chopped and screwed. <laughs> I think, didn't Dragon Force get accused of that? I don't know. I I think I heard one Dragon Force album, but I don't really listen to like, instrumental music too much. They're not instrumental. I thought they were. Nah. Oh shit, they actually sing? Yeah. Why the fuck was I thinking they did instrumental music? You haven't heard I mean, dude, Through the Fire and the Flames is like one of the most popular. Oh. Like what? I think I heard like that one of their first albums that came out in maybe two thousand or something. Through, like the, through the Fire and the Flames is like the most popular guitar shredder song it was in guitar hero and that it's huge it's like everybody that's like the high watermark man that song is massive it goes like across genres and shit well i've never played guitar hero um but now i'm gonna have to check that shit out <laughs> you should dude i thought they were an all instrumental band like a fucking ingve malmstein or something no dude they have like glammy kind of singing but it's awesome dude so okay, it's like power metal where they got the the high falsetto vocals. Yeah, that would they call themselves extreme power metal. Okay, just go to through the fire and the flames and like listen to it like a fucking minute of it. All right, yeah, I'll check that shit out. Because I seriously thought they were all instrumental band. I actually saw those guys live and uh, they were great. They were with Cynic too, and Cynic is a fucking dope band. Uh, that dude died recently from Cynic, but anyway, yeah, Dragon Force. Herman Lee fucking rips that guitar, dude. I don't, I don't think he's cheating anybody. Did you hear Evil is back? Speaking of uh, people that rip, uh, they what now? Evil, you know, they did Enter the Grave and uh, Infected Nations, and those probably were the best two albums. And then they, kind of, <sighs> uh, the guy Old Drake, he left the band, and he's back now. <laughs> Goes replaced by Young Drake. Yes, his brother. <laughs> No, his brother actually left now. Um, Matt Drake, his brother, left. But uh, Old Drake rejoined the band. And they just put out a new album. I forget the name. Hold on a second. I'm not familiar with any of that. It is called Hell Unleashed. Um, pretty crazy. But they still have that kind of... Uh, that kind of vibe. It's like they are uh, they went to the Slayer school of thrash metal. Mm. That's something I listen to. Okay. You're not really a big thrash guy? I am not, actually. I really don't. I really don't like, like, I like the classic shit, you know, like old Metallica and like even old Megadeth and shit. But after a point, I think like for me personally, I felt like a lot of that shit just sounded old, you know? Yeah. Like once you got into like the early 90s and shit, like the mid 90s, 
I thought a lot of those bands should have changed their sounds and shit. Because like for me, it just I hear thrash. I think late '80s, early '90s, you know. And if I hear like a new thrash band that really doesn't build much on the, the genre, I just like it sounds like 1992 to me, you know. Okay. Yeah, I can dig that. You know, whether that's wrong or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, but uh, that's up. Okay. Um, what else you got, man? Topics of discussion. Uh, what do you th- like? I remember quite a few episodes back, probably maybe the first or third episode, we were talking about Lars Ulrich and um, fucking, you know, Metallica's battle with Napster. And we've got uh, Corey Taylor now talking about how Napster, you know, he agrees with Lars saying that Napster kind of fucked it for everybody. And, you know, I can kind of see both sides of the argument where Napster, like music sharing did fuck it over for artists, streaming and sharing like that. But what about if you were uncertain about a band and you, if you spent the last kind of few dollars you had when you were in the 80s or 90s and you fucking hated an album, you basically wasted your money. You could sell it. Yeah, but you wouldn't get the same amount of money back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you bought a new CD for 15 bucks, what did you sell it for? Five, probably. Maybe, yeah, at best. But, he, you know, he's talking about, he's like, it's more important that people listen to the music and he feels like the streaming services are ripping the artists off. And I don't know how much of that is true because I don't know shit nah, about nah, that is. streaming services. Yeah, like even if you listen to something on Spotify, that you know, the artists aren't getting paid for that. Like fractions of a cent. So why do they put their music on Spotify then? Well, yeah, I mean that's that's what I say. If you don't like it, don't fucking go on there. But now they know that they have to go on there because the business model changed. And you know, just look back on it. Was Lars Ulrich right? Yeah, totally was. I mean, he was an asshole about it, and people hated him. But he was 100% right. But it was going to happen regardless. Once Napster happened, you could shut it down. And it's like the wave of the future. You know, you need yeah. to change. And the music business really just didn't adjust to it or, you know, come up with new shit. Their idea was still just like, no, you should still just buy these expensive, pointless things mm-hmm. inside of cases. Well, you know. A lot of people collect those. One of my buddies posted his thing of his CD collection. It's like an entire wall. I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah, well, like, I got all those songs plus <laughs> every other song. I in know. My, <laughs> my wall, and that you've also seen my daily discog drops on um, fucking Facebook there. Yeah. Because I'm a collector. I mean, props to you, man. You know, that's you're uh, actually supporting bands, but. Yeah, the Spotify doesn't pay enough, and that, that's coming from like. But I still like Spotify. I still, I give them money, but my music's on Spotify. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And, now, did you have to get licensed to be on Spotify? Mm. Like, did you have to offer them, or like, I don't know how it works, man. How do you no. get your music on Spotify? Well, what we we got our shit like our CDs done through CD Baby. So if you do your, well, let's drop my pipe. You do your CDs through like CD baby, or I'm sure there's other companies. I can't think of their name where you order CDs from them. You can choose to automatically have it put up everywhere. 
but I don't know. It's smart because when you go to it, like if you search my most recent band, we have like a tab on Google. You know what I'm saying? It's not like just results. It's like, you know, if you search corn or something on Google, it'll have like a bar with their discography and all that shit. I think ours does too because we went through CD Baby. Oh, shit. Okay. So yeah, you just order your CDs and uh, it all, you can choose to have it put up on there. So, What about if you don't make CDs and you just do everything digitally? I'm sure you can. I'm sure there, yeah, I'm sure you can. Okay. But that's how the bands that I have on there. I see. And do you guys get there. paid when the songs get played? Someone does. Oh, someone. <laughs> oh, it didn't do a tab this time. I thought in the past it did do a tab. Huh. Anyway, um, yeah, someone probably does. Probably Pat Froster. That's what I was wondering. Like, who gets, uh, do you guys get royalties? Like, do you have some kind of publishing or whatever? That's the fake name of the guitar player that band, Pat Froster. So it's it's probably Pat Froster who gets it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. I don't know if it is real, dude. (laughs) He probably, like, Annually, Pat Froster probably gets a, <laughs> I was gonna keep saying it. Get an email, an email that's like, "Oh, yo, you got one cent." <laughs> like, here's your royalties for this period. Uh, yeah. This period of time. You listen to my band Stone Cloud Sunday on uh, Spotify. Make us a couple cents. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna get any of that money though? No. It's all going to Pat Froster. It's all going to Pat Froster. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Froster's making fucking sense. Thanks, <laughs> He's made tens of cents on that, I bet. Tens of cents, yeah. And you know, we're on Spotify, and I bet we don't get paid a cent for doing our podcast. You know, we're just... We're kind of paying them for the privilege of being on Spotify and all these other places. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, we don't have. Uh, I never put fucking SCL on there because we used to just like play music and shit. But now we passed YouTube, so we should probably put our episodes up on Spotify. Yeah. Do you guys still play music at the end? No, we just play our play original music uh, done by uh, Mitch. Okay. Shout out to Mitch. I wish I knew your Twitter offhand. I'd plug it, buddy. But yeah, I thought you still like for the not for the YouTube show, but for the download version. I thought you put music at the end of it. Nah. So I think it just plays. It just plays like our fucking other music or something. I think it just plays the intro song again at the end. Ah, okay. So yeah. Limits. Shout out to our boys Gorgatron for that, by the way. Oh, they did that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Those guys fucking shred too. Like, yeah, they fucking. If you're into death metal, grind metal, shit like that, uh, our boys from Fargo, North Dakota, bad motherfuckers, Gorgatron. Now I got a question. This has been bugging me for a while. Is is Natanic in that band? He is not. Okay. Was he in that band? Uh, no. Oh, why the fuck did I think he was in that band? I don't know. I. Well, hopefully we can get him on here sometime because like yeah, I want to talk about the old days. We got to get him on because <laughs> I've known I've known Natanic since like 1998 or 1999. Holy shit! He played a show. He's not even from my city. His band played with our band, 
And then we just kept playing shows with him over the years, over the next 20 years. Same with Paul, Big P. We met him in like 2003, 2004, maybe. We happened to play a show with his band. And then we just kept playing shows. They'd bring them here. We'd go there. And just like, you know, just cool motherfuckers. So... So it would have to be on a day that's not a Sunday, though, right? Because he does his lessons on Sundays. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so we'd probably have to pick a day that we're all available. Yeah, it would be worth it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I wanted to pick his brain about a lot of shit. <laughs> and talk about the fucking old school days. That'd be yeah, fun. talk about the old school, man. And he's fucking legit funny, man. Mm. He's got fucking puns. I think it was like 1988 or 1999 when I first met that dude. We happened to play a show together. 88 or 89? No, 98, 99. Oh, 90. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. Yeah, 88, I was seven in my first band. <laughs> seven years old in your first garage band? Actually, when I met Natanic, I wasn't even in that band. I was just like the fucking hanger on with this band and I did like a fucking six feet under song with them <laughs> I think it changed over time different ones because like I could do fucking death metal vocals and their band didn't have that shit they weren't like that kind of band but they would always do a song like a six feet under song and I would come up and do it what did you cover you need the black sky for a oh, long I time thought you did I, 20 no, we would fuck around with that at practice. I don't think we ever did 420 like live. I think it was mostly beneath a black sky, and it might have been whatever that. This, this is the one about the wolf. I don't know what the fucking lycanthrope or something. I don't know. I always wanted to do fucking insects. I was like, dude, oh, if we're gonna do this, can we at least do insect? That song fucking jams, dude. I'll give Barnes props for that, man. He fucking ripped that shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I might listen to the insect. Like, when I get done here and pick my chick up from work. Yeah. Look like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> insect. <laughs> Can't even remember the lyrics, man. I just remember all our inactive brains. But uh, yeah, definitely check out Gorgachon if you're into that kind of shit. Those guys are the fucking best, man. Um, there, have you seen the like Gorgachon behind the music? No, I haven't. What? Oh my god, it's like this 15 or 20 minute thing that they did, and it's kind of it's a mockumentary. And it's fucking hilarious, dude. They're all like playing a character and talking about the band and shit. And it's just, it's like fucking Spinal Tap level genius. I was just going to say, is that kind of like Spinal Tap doing the <laughs> Like Paul, Big V is like sitting there. He's like sitting on this couch and he's got like a thousand fucking, you know, not really, but I mean, he's got like guitars all around him, dude. <laughs> and he's talking all like fucking you know fake spiritual about the show and taking the stage and shit it's fucking nice it's is amazing it YouTube, man? I think it is def- yeah, I'm sure it is, I'm sure oh, it is. Shit. yeah I'm gonna look that up man definitely yeah, everybody should look that up their music videos are fucking hilarious uh, I don't know if you've seen their newest music video it's fucking great <laughs> they just go around and kill people no I haven't seen that one yeah. Big, like, P rip, Big P rips this dude's fucking arms off. <laughs> you first put me on to that when we were talking about them uh, a few episodes back. 
Yeah, they got a lot of shit. Um, they came out with a new album, right? Or no, that was uh, Genghis Tron. Sorry, I got mixed up. Yeah. They have a ton of shit on YouTube, actually, looking at a bunch of music videos. They have their full performance from uh, that Slay at Home thing. That was cool from three months ago. That's from Metal Injection. Oh, that's dope. I didn't even know they did that. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I don't know where that documentary thing is. It's around. It's definitely on their Facebook. I'm sure it's on the YouTube somewhere, too. But 386 subscribers. That's a fucking bullshit to you. I should have like tens of thousands. Yeah, man. Shit. Uh, their videos have a ton of views, though. But yeah, check them out. They have a podcast, too. So. Oh, they got a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, got lots of shit to check out now. I think it's Cam and I think the, I think the bass player Cam and uh, Carl, the singer, uh, do do that together. But What's the name of it? It used to be the Gorgatron pod, but they switched the name up, so I don't know what it is now. Ah, okay. Y'all figure that shout for yourself. <laughs> Go look, look shit up on the internet. Ask Google. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. So we were talking about the Napster thing, kind of, and then we got completely off. I probably did it. I'm sorry. I don't, it doesn't matter, man. You know how we roll. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, he was right. So the business changed. And now, I mean, it used to be that you you toured to sell albums. And now you put out albums to tour. It's just a complete flip. Yeah. Because you don't make shit off your album. You make all your money touring. And it used to be the complete opposite of that. And you don't... So. I used to think that bands didn't make shit from touring because they had to pay the uh, venue promoters, but they made shit off merch. Now, is that true? Because, like I said, I've never toured. I never toured to that extent. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I, I played shows in a row where I was like, yeah, Saturday night we're supposed to get $200 from this you fucking place. Would you make tens of dollars at, on that show? Uh, toward the end, we had a lot of merch. We were pretty smart about that. And like, it was 2000. I mean, I'd say people didn't have merch, but we had like a lot of merch. So, but we made, I mean, we'd make all oh, my papers. We'd make decent money, you know, it's like, but you go to town. It's like, if you pay the gas to get home, it's like, yeah, success, which it is not, you know? No, it's not. What's going on over there? Are you like knocking shit off the desk? <sighs> yeah, I knocked a bunch of papers down. You're like so fucking high that you're just throwing shit around. Mm. I don't know. I look at these papers propped up all over on this stupid thing. Like, that's hard to explain. Uh, but anyway, I don't know, dude. Don't know. <laughs> Ours was right, dude. I'm sorry. Ours was right. Yeah. Some, some stalk. Stalk to my ears. What about, um, like, you know, I'm sure you've borrowed tapes and dubbed shit back in the days, man. Like, it, yeah. is that, isn't that kind of the same? It's not on the level of Napster, but it's just like the same shit where they're like, buy our albums, don't lend tapes to your buddies, you know? I was a kid. I fucking record songs off the radio, dude. Yeah, same here. Did that shit yeah. too. Go fuck yourself, MC Hammer. <laughs> I listen to this when I want to. Too legit. Too legit to go. Hey, hey. I remember, um, I think I was listening to uh, Mo Thug's family, and it, they had a part on one of the lyrics where it was like, buy tapes, don't lend. I was like, fuck that. I'm listening to this shit dubbed. Did I ever, tell, ever talk about when I saw MC Hammer in concert on this show? No. 
Are you sure you want to talk about that, man? Because I heard, you know, he he had the Crips go after the guys from third base back in the day. Mm, I don't know. I was a child, obviously. <laughs> I was in like third grade, fourth grade. It was the first concert that I, not the first concert I went to, because my parents took us to a lot of concerts when we were just like little kids. You know, because they had kids, I'm like, fuck it, we'll take them with. <laughs> but that was like the first concert I went to that I wanted to go to. I wanted to see because I was into fucking MC Hammer. Holy shit. MC Hammer with Boys to Men. Oh, shit. Yeah. And TLC, but TLC had to cancel. What I'm going to say. Fuck. What year was this, man? Um, I think I did a lot of internet searching and narrowed it down to like 1992, 1991. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. That was probably about the same time I was listening to MC Hammer. So I was like 10. Yeah. You want to so, admit how old you were? <laughs> yeah, I was like 15, bro. Yeah. I was yeah. in the TLC and I was, I kind of was in MC Hammer, but like not so much. I was yeah. more in the gangster rap, but. I was still listening to like fucking Hematar. Oh, oh, you know, that, that mm. song everywhere. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I saw Vanilla Ice. Oh. But it was like, no, hold on, not fucking pop. Uh, you know, uh, oh, if you got a problem, v- you want to solve it. I saw him on the metal tour. Saw v Ice. Yeah. <laughs> Not just, ice. Uh, it was V ice. It was fucking new metal ice, yeah. <laughs> when he did uh oh what was that? He did the new metal version of Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I I, I've always contended that they fucked up the marketing of that band completely. Mm. In naming it vanilla ice was the complete was a complete marketing problem if that band was you know new metal band 184 or something because they all have to have numbers <laughs> and rob van winkle was the singer and it you know people got around like holy i, I don't know i would have maybe done I, i'm undecided if i would have done vanilla ice or um, ice ice baby a metal version or not I'm not sure on that but if you call the band something else and rob van winkle is the singer and people are like yo dude the dude who is vanilla ice is the singer of this fucking new metal band that would have that would have worked that would have sold oh yeah but the fact that they named the band vanilla ice it was just dead from go man the only, i gotta say that um that version of vanilla ice was much better than the one that came out with the with the rap shit you know garbage dude Shannon Larkin played drums on that album if I'm not mistaken he's a great drummer on on the first Vanilla Ice record on the old Vanilla Ice metal album oh on the Vanilla Ice metal album okay I thought you meant like on Vanilla Ice's debut where what (laughs) terrible oh that shit was so bad man we hated it we fucking hated it I like that yeah. shit. At the time, I was like, fucking, I like Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer. Really? Yeah, dude. Ah, we, nah, we hated that. Like, this guy, he's shitting on the Beastie Boys legacy. Oh, <laughs> uh, we were fucking, we were like purists. Yeah. I'm trying to see when this fucking album came out. Huh? 
It must have been like uh, maybe 2003 or four. Something like 2098. He had albums like this whole fucking time. Mm. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know which one of these ones it is. What was it? Um, fuck. He had that song Return of the Hootie, Return of the Hootie Mac or some shit. And I think that was the album where the new metal song was on it. But I'm not 100% sure because I'm not looking at anything right now. Yeah. I wish I wasn't because I can't figure it out when that fucking album came out. doesn't matter to uh, Whatever. But, yeah, that was good. The, the new metal version of that was really good. I enjoyed it. I guess it's hard to swallow. Yeah. From 1998? Oh, 98? No way. I Let's thought it was much later than that. Well, maybe not. Hard to album instead feature what he described as skate rock, a fusion of half. Yeah, this is the one. Yeah, hard to swallow. 98. So, like, they were smart. They were ahead of the curve. It's not like it came out in fucking at the death days of new metal. Well, I'm telling you, man, that was it. They, they called it Vanilla Ice. And that was the problem. If it would have been just something else, I'm I telling you, it would have been more successful. Yeah, probably would have been better than Sugar Ray. Yeah, personnel on here. Sonny Mayo played guitar on here. Oh, no shit. What? Shannon Larkin played drums. I don't know who these other DJ Swamp did scratches. Oh, boy. Yeah, I never heard of that person. <laughs> nah, dude. Yeah, it's funny. Sonny Mayo is from like a ton of bands. Yeah, I've heard that name many, many times. Yeah, Snot, Seven Dust, Head PE. He was in fucking Amen, who put out a really great album back in the day. A bunch of shit. New metal band? Huh? Was Amen a new metal band? Eh, not really. They were more of a punk band, but they oh. were kind of like a punk band with a little bit of a new ed- new metal thing on it. I'm going to have to check that out. Coma America is a fucking dope-ass album. I love that yeah, Shannon Larkin played drums. He played a bunch of shit. He played an Amen too. Oh no, it's just a self-entitled album, Amen from 1999. Okay. Yeah. I think Shannon Larkin plays for Godsmack now. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> what a fall from grace right there. He played for a ton of bands, man. He played for Candlebox on an album, Amen, Snot, Godsmack, Ugly Kid Joe. That's where it. Like, I fucking know him from. Oh, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Menace to Sobriety, 1995. That album is fucking awesome. So, yeah. You have other topics of discussion? Uh, well, since we're talking about new metal, or we were, what do you think about... <laughs> what do you think about Head, who, who has a pretty checkered past as it is, you know? Uh, leaving corn to become all Jesusified and then coming back to corn. And so it's like he says he wants he wants the band to stop before they become irrelevant and and he cites the Rolling Stones as being like the most irrelevant of the bands that just continue on. <laughs> Fuck that. You've got something to say about that because you're <laughs> Fuck, they fuck that on a bunch of levels. First off, the Stones still rip. Like you go see the Rolling Stones and they fucking rip still. I don't know how. I have no idea, but they still fucking do. And 
Now, granted, I guess the last album I listened to that they put out that I really liked was probably... I haven't listened to a lot of the recent shit, but they didn't put out an album like 15 years ago that I was fucking jamming. I don't know. I think you play the music for the people. And to the Rolling Stones, how about get to the level of the Rolling Stones, dude? Like, yeah, you that's... couldn't... The Rolling Stones will outsell Corn oh, yeah. every fucking day, dude, on tour. Because they're, you... they're the Stones. They're... Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily like them, but I will give them the respect that they deserve. They've been around for a very long time, and they've they've reached icon status. Like, you know, they're in the zeitgeist. Pretty much all the population knows who the Stones are. Yeah. The Rolling Stones are one of the biggest bands of all time. I mean, yeah. It's like if you ask uh, new kids today who Metallica is, they're going to know who Metallica is because that's how big they are. Yeah, the Rolling Stones could play anywhere with electricity. That's like you know Metallica too. Yeah, that's how you gauge that shit. I mean, they're the biggest, the second biggest British band behind the Beatles, is the Rolling Stones. More than Led Zeppelin, more than whatever fucking band. I don't care. <laughs> I can't think of any. Can you? No. Um, shit. The Who, but the Who's not around no more. So. Nah, dude, not the Who. Uh, let's see. If Elton no. John was a band, then maybe them. Yeah, I don't know. Rock. Rolling Stones still. First off, they still rock. Secondly, they still sell way more tickets than Corn does. Yeah, and I think they will always be huge. It's kind of like the Grateful Dead, where you know they have their cult following, and they there were people that followed them around on tour. And I think the Stones still have that. Yeah, dude, my buddy Mick has seen his literally his name is Mick. Right? So I mean, his father was a big fucking fan. His actual father actually passed away. Uh condolences to his family. But uh yeah, his he has seen the Rolling Stones like fucking endless times. He sees them like every tour, I think. Shit. Yeah, that's kinda like Um, I wanna say the Beastie Boys, because they got really big. And a lot of even fans who weren't into rap music were fans of the Beastie Boys near the end. And they could pretty much play anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so I just think he's like, that's silly. You play the music, like as long as you can and you're making money off of it and you enjoy it. But as long as people want to see it, keep playing. Like Corn could be a fucking band for the next, you know, I don't know. Considering their last album was like one of the better ones I think they've had in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you just like, no, we're done by an arbitrary thing? Like that to me, that just reeks of he wants to be done with it. It might you be. Know? Yeah. Oh, I a thousand percent. He doesn't want to admit that that's probably the case to himself. Yeah. And he thinks that because he, either with his family or whatever the reason is, he's thinking like, all right, I'm about done with this, you know. Where those other guys, I don't, they'll do that shit forever, man. Yeah, I don't think Jonathan Davis has any plans to quit. I mean, he's doing solo shit. If that dude wants to quit again, I'd be like, have a good one, dude. Yeah. We'll get some younger fucking person in here uh, who will bring a new fucking spark. That's what I would do. Let him quit. Cavalera's kid. Fucking. I don't know about that. Oh shit! Which one? He's got like two kids. Oh, I thought he only had one that played. The guitar player's screaming guy. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Who wears like PB Herman shoes? 
we played it when we played in Soulfly and whatever the fuck that Lodi Kong. Yeah, Lodi Kong. That's their, his kid's band. So one plays drums and one plays guitar and scream. I think. He wore these like Pee Wee Herman shoes, <laughs> like the shoes that Pee Wee Herman did the dance to. Oh, fuck. Yeah, this guy, man, he's just, he's pretentious as fuck. I want him to get over himself. Like, he had, he left a bad taste in my mouth the first time he left the band where he got all preachy and everything. And then he comes back, and now we got this where he's like, oh, I don't want to become old guys like the Rolling Stones and fucking, you know, be touring into our 80s. Like, look at fucking Ozzy Osbourne, man. Come on. Yeah. I think as long as you want to do it, you know, I mean, B.B. King played until the fucking end. You know, he died at like 80 something. He still played all the time. Willie Nelson is still playing when he can play. Yeah. That's what you do, man. If you make music because you love it, I'm sure he does. So I don't know what you're talking about. I I don't know. I don't get it. I think you just keep going, man. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. He he doesn't sound like he's too happy with things right now. So fuck him. And there's, you know, some people too. You know, I could see that if I was like had enough cash, and I was like, I don't know, do I want to go and pack up and fly, you know, travel all over the place and do this shit? Because you know, how long do you want to play shows? At this point, I am like, I haven't been in a band in like five fucking years. I haven't played a show in like five years and I'm like eh. fucking yep. 40 almost <laughs> I talk about that a lot when you when you hit 40 are you gonna feel any different no no but I don't know I'm just saying I could see being like I'm gonna do something else you know but yeah they'll just replace him I hope well, I don't these know with who in their 50s by now right oh yeah I'm sure first album came out in 94 yeah so yeah, yeah. They definitely they're like in they're heading to their mid 50s i think if they're not already there <laughs> i don't know i mean they're pretty young at that first album i guess but yeah they're probably late 40s almost 50 if not 50 so but you can't fucking you can rip that shit until you're fucking 80 if you want yeah if you like it just keep fucking going so long as your voice holds out yeah, yeah. so yeah, fuck him for that. Um, I don't know. I saw this whole thing with this uh, these hardcore shows in New York. I, I'm sure you've heard about this because. Oh yeah, I was actually reading it on Blabbermouth, but it turns out it's all a bunch of bullshit. You like know people who know shit about this? Um, well, I was listening to Break the Apocalypse uh, yesterday or uh, Friday, and John actually uh, spoke out on it, and it was like the people that did have the permits they had all their paperwork legit plus they had permits for other shows that were planned and so it wasn't like a scam show for 9-11 it was an actual concert in the park that they had the permits for so uh these media outlets are kind of getting their shit fucked up Mm. so yeah i don't know that's uh like i'm hearing it straight straight from john and you know he knows his hardcore shit so well, they said like people who disagreed about it were like coming after people he knows and like trying to fuck with their business and shit. I didn't listen to the episode yet, but I just heard like on you know he was saying on like social media. And stuff. Yeah, people were getting all bent out of shape about it. Well, I mean, they are breaking mask protocols for this. <laughs> they are. 
you know i don't know how you feel about the mask protocols but i don't know it's uh i mean i wouldn't do it but if they want to do it more power to them go right ahead it's like you're not affecting my life in any way so if you want i mean but they could be well you don't live there so probably not but you know what i'm saying (laughs) but if people go to something like this and spread COVID around and then leave there and give it to other people and shit you know what i mean like that's yeah. I know we're all sick of COVID and everything and like everybody's ready. It's like summer. We missed last summer, you know, yeah, everyone's time. like, fuck it. We're doing it. We're still not there. And doing shit like this is going to keep us from getting there, I think. So, so hopefully all those people that were moshing there and, you know, not having their masks on, they were vaccinated. I don't, I have no way of knowing that. But I mean, like I said, if they want to go do that, they're not really affecting my life. So, I mean, I, I don't feel one way or the other about it, really. Yeah, I just thought it was like kind of a big thing. And, you know, there's no shows going on, really. So somebody did a show and then this happened. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was kind of if I land in the middle, I guess. Yeah, you know? it's good to know that the original thing of like, OK, they did it under the fake guise of like 9-11 and shit. You know, that's if that was the case, like, eh, but. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it, you know, but they're fucking these bands are young bands either though. Oh no. We got I mean, bands like yeah. Madball and Murphy's Law. Fucking they were around when I was a teenager. So shit. Yeah, so like here, man, this is talking about they deny reports, okay, that it was supposed to be for a hundred people, I guess. But that, that's all been resolved, you said. So I don't know if it's been resolved, but I think um what was put to rest was the rumor that it was done under false pretense of mm. like the 9-11 benefit show or something for the firefighters when it was entirely like the promoter had all those permits, but they had a very specific permit for those bands to play there. So. Mm. Black and blue productions have drawn criticism in the past, allegedly attempting to violate the COVID-19 vi- guidelines by staging their annual This Is Hardcore Festival in August. Um, COVID-19 rates in New York are currently among the worst in the nation. Um, although I guess they've had a modest decline as of late. 43% of people have had the first one. 30% have had the second one as far as the vaccination. So. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's probably not a great idea. You know, I don't know. I've been pretty like solidly against no mask people for the last year and a half. So <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, neither of us would go to something like that anyway. Because in normal circumstances, I wouldn't go to something like that. Yeah, so. right. I, I don't do shows anymore. So, but if I, that was if that was in my backyard, <laughs> I would probably like close all my blinds up and shit. <laughs> like, stop! Don't spit COVID into my house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd watch from inside and be like, ah. yeah. But I, so, I mean, I get that people are getting antsy and they want to go to shows and they want to get back to normalcy and that kind of thing. But also, we do have to exercise caution in certain areas. Yeah, I didn't want to talk about it. I mean, I guess I brought this up. So we end up having a COVID-19 discussion, <laughs> which it's fine to disagree on stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess that's... Yes, the L I did talk about. No, no, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> um, I just like worry that we're never going to get out of this fully. You know, 
Like they just from SCL side wrestling stuff. Japan, this new Japan Pro Wrestling just shut down a bunch of shows because Tokyo has like the tiniest amount of it. And yeah. they're shutting shit down again. Well, they so. don't fucking play over there. You know, they, they're strict with the mask things. And they've been masking up even when SARS was around. So they're, they're real strict about that shit. And I really, it's not a strict thing. It's just like people over there have some fucking common courtesy. Well, yeah, I know? mean, that too. But I'm saying like they, if as soon as somebody has a fucking cold, they will start putting masks on. They're like, I don't want to spread this shit. Yeah, because they're not a fucking nation of pigs. Yeah, pretty much. When you saw, okay, the first time when you start seeing that as an American, it, it it proves how ridiculous our country is. The first time you see that, you're like, oh, those people are wearing masks because they don't want to get sick. And, they and then you find, well, no, that they that they are healthy and don't want to get sick. Then you find out, oh, those people are sick and are just trying to not spread it to other people. Yeah. We can't, that isn't even their first thought, you know what I'm saying, as an American. Well, that, no, <laughs> it proves that, how ridiculous we are. That you your first know, thought is it's about them, not, you know, passing, so. Exactly, Matt. And you want to know how ridiculous this is? Like, flu season every year, okay? The in, whenever I go into a doctor's office, they ask that, you know, you put a mask on if you've got, if, you, if you're sneezing, if you're coughing, if you got a cold. They're like, oh, put a mask on. Nobody ever fucking touched the mask. But as soon as COVID fucking hit, everybody's like, oh, I don't want to catch that. And they're fucking stealing the masks from the waiting rooms. And like, they're buying up all the masks that they can find. I recently got a cold. <laughs> um, for the first time, I've had a cold in like fucking two or three years. Uh, and I think I think it's because now people had to take their fucking masks off. So now a cold spread somewhere, you know? I got it from my girlfriend. I don't know. She works at a hospital, so. Yeah, well, that's a prime breeding ground to catch colds. But since this started, you know, my workplace, you don't have to wear a mask now, which is whatever. I disagree. You can. Some people do. Um, but even just people come in with a cold, you know, and they wear a mask now. So I hope that that enters our lexicon. But then again, half of people... I don't know what the percentage of people who are anti-mask people, but they're never going to do it, even if they are sick with a cold. So, you know, good fucking luck. Why can't we at least come together and say, like, hey, when I have colds or other fucking illnesses, I'll just wear this thing for the good of our fucking fellow man. That's right. But no, we're selfish people. We can't do that. Not we. (laughs) Not we. Well, I'm speaking of America as a whole. I I don't mean us, but I'm saying... I'm going to generalize everything now. America is a nation of mostly selfish people. It's all about me, me, me. I'm not going to say we because I, I don't play on that team. <laughs> I'm not fucking, I'm not, we Americans, nothing, dude. <laughs> a large percentage of Americans. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm on the other side of the room from the, for the most of these yeah. motherfuckers. Uh, but I didn't mean us specifically because I know. you know how we feel about that. I don't know, but yeah, everybody wants to get out there, and, and I mean, you can now, you know. Yeah. Just go to Texas and Florida, you just do whatever you want. I, mean, I so. don't want to fucking travel, but I, I want to go to the places that I used to go to. Like, I want to be able to go to a library. I want to be able to go to a music store. Why well, can't you go to a library? Well, now you can, but before the libraries weren't open, so. Mm. You know, but now you know shit's starting to open up, and of course I'll wear a fucking mask. I want to do my volunteer work, and I'm. Yeah, I'm going to wear a mask, even though I'm fully vaccinated. 
I can still carry that shit and spread it to somebody else. Yeah. Reading books, Grandpa Metal. <laughs> Reading books is metal. I used to like the uh, the library, the librarium. Library. Librarium. <laughs> uh, but last time I went, which was a few years ago, uh, it was just full of bums. There's just bums everywhere, and it pissed me off. I, I left. I was like, a, a fucking. Because there's nowhere else to go. They and they allow that. Evidently, dude. When I went in there, there was bums everywhere, sitting in all the fucking seats where you would sit down to, you know, if you just wanted to browse a book or anything like that. The whole place is full of fucking bums. I walked out. I was, I was fucking disgusting. You have a big change for me, actually. Here? Huh? You have a homeless problem there? Um. I don't know. I mean, yeah, downtown there are some fucking bums around. I mean, shit. I've never seen bums at a library where I live. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I've gotten like a complete 180 on it. <laughs> I used to be for much of my life a very like pro, and I still do deep down want to help the homeless and shit. Um, but I was very like supportive of that, and like over the last I don't know, couple of years, I've really gone the other way on it. <laughs> so when it starts to affect you and shit, and you have like interactions with people, it starts to take away your fucking, um, I don't know, your resolve to deal with them. You know what I'm saying? With your car? No, just like they're fucking. You know, they're just crazy people and like fuck with your you know my girlfriend works right downtown it's one of the worst spots for it's weird because the police station's over there you know but the main police station and the courthouse but there's fucking bums around there but what are they gonna do put them in jail they get you know three square meals a day they get a fucking a cot to sleep in so it's like maybe they want to go to jail i don't know but i'm just you know there's a lot of things about it it's I don't know I used to be very on one side now I'm kind of in the middle I'm probably not like uh, endearing myself to people <laughs> stuff like that I'm the old bastard right now yeah but yeah they harass you know they harass my girlfriend they harass all these other fucking nurses and shit um, for cigarettes and just bullshit like you know one comes up and like asks the if she can have a sip of her coffee and she's like no and he's like well, could he kind of have a cigarette Jeez. you know like dude <laughs> all the benches like in the morning or something you'll get on and like they're laying around on benches and I know like people view I know friends of mine view these like laws that say you can't lay down and you know like in benches and public and shit they, they don't like that law but kind of you know i pay taxes in this town mm-hmm. i should be able to go downtown and walk around to the shops and shit and like sit on these benches that we paid for and drink a nice coffee and have a chat with a friend you know what i'm saying yeah. these women should be able to go on break and go outside and sit around on these benches and shit not like sit on the fucking curb or concrete walls and shit because there's bums laying on the fucking things yeah, that's you know, true. You'd be able to do that shit. I've almost, I almost turned into. Like, I hate to liken myself to it, but it's like a lot of people's view on LA right now, right? Is like they like we pay taxes, oh, yeah. and it's turned into a complete fucking shithole. Well, that's why they most of them got the fuck out of LA and went to right. Texas. 
Yeah. So you kind of feel that way. I feel like I pay taxes in this town. This is I, this is my town. I'm part of this fucking thing. Uh, you know, despite being an outlier, obviously. But yeah, when people fuck it up, it pisses me off. You know. Yeah. But also, like, I hate everybody here too. So I don't know. <laughs> I hate everyone. Yeah, oh, I definitely hate everyone. <laughs> you sons of bitches. Didn't you say you lived like a, a fucking block away from the ghetto or some shit? There was just a fence, a fence blocking <laughs> your house from the rest of the ghetto. Yeah, I thought that much. shit was hilarious. Man. How the fuck do you live there? The thirty-nine years into my life, and all that separates me from the fucking the ghetto, the hood—I don't know what do you want to call it—the worst part of town. Worst part of town. <laughs> Not really. Maybe the second worst part. What did I say in the STL intro? I don't know why I can't think of it. I don't know. You said some shit about like there's a there's a broken down fence kind of uh, separating. It's not a broken down fence, but yeah, there's a chain link fence between where I live and where (laughs) people live for for, on government aid and shit. You know, Uh, but they have security over there and shit. Like at night, the security fucking drives around here. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And if you actually call the police and it's not some pressing thing, they'll actually send them out. Yeah. So it's actually a secure neighbor. And some fucker stole my license, one of my license plates. Oh. Uh, but I've lived here for, fuck, I've lived here for like years. And that's the only thing I ever had really happen. I mean, there's other ghetto shit that goes on. Oh. <laughs> but no one's ever fucked with my car or anything aside from trying to stealing one of my license plates. Well, you know, over here, they, um, you can't, sometimes at certain points in time, you can't put your clothes on the line because they'll get stolen. So <laughs> why would you put your clothes on the line? Because people don't like to use their dryer. So they hang shit out on the line. Mm. <laughs> and there was kind of an epidemic of shit getting stolen when it was put out in the backyard. Jesus. Like, how sad is that when you get your clothing articles stolen? I mean, come on. Yeah. But my rent's cheap, and I live, you know, I live, like, right downtown. Shit's close by. Like, walk to Taco Bell in fucking two minutes if you wanted to. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> I guess I never go there, but it's there if you want it. <clears throat> Oh, hey, Jonathan Davis is uh, 50 years old. He was born in 1971. Mm, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I got anything else, man. We're good here. I got to go pick up groceries. And oh, okay. Shit. Older, old guy, metal things. Oh, wait, you're actually going into the grocery store? No, I'm going to pick them up. Oh, I'm going to pick them up. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything else. I mean... Like I said, we grabbed a couple of things that we thought was kind of pertinent, and then we went off track on shit like we usually do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not going into a fucking store, dude. But. <laughs> well, you said your, uh, your girl does the shopping, so maybe you would have drove her to the store. She and- does her shop. She does. Oh, she does her own shit. I buy, no, I buy groceries for us for dinners, because that's all we really eat at home. So I buy dinners for a week, and she buys dinners for a week. So you guys don't eat the same things? No, we do. Oh, okay. But we, you know, we each buy the groceries for a week. 
Oh, I got you. All right. But all we eat at home is dinner, you know? So. You guys don't have lunch? We're both at work. Yeah, but you're fucking hungry. You got to eat. Oh, I had a protein bar. Oh, okay. I had a protein shake for breakfast and a protein bar for lunch. If I'm on point. Uh, <laughs> if I'm on point. That's what. A, that's if, the plan every day. Yeah, I can't do I get so fucking hungry all the time. It's like I got to eat. Yeah, so I'm not going to die. Little snacks throughout the day. Yeah, I've been trying out this. I don't know if it's a worthwhile or not. It's probably not. Where I have a protein shake for breakfast and a protein bar for lunch, and I come in. So that's like four, not even 400 calories, probably 400 calories. And then I'm like, I can kind of go fucking wild and out for dinner. So I'm not sure. I, I have to start weighing myself to decide is, is this indeed a good idea or not? Oh, you haven't weighed yourself to see if it was working or not? Fuck no, dude. Oh, man, you got to do that shit. How do you know if you're on point or not? I'm not as on point as I want to be. <laughs> Even if I do that, I'm like, man, I, cause I'll like, go wild for dinner. But if you only have 400 calories coming in, conceivably, you should be able to eat a fuckload. You have, you How calories, like what's your calorie cap for the, for the entire day, man? For me, if I'm, if I'm on point and doing well, I mean, at... Ideally, I'd like to be at 1,200. Okay. But 1,800 is fine, too. 1,800 would be like, okay, I did a good job today. And it happens. Exercise, too, man, you know. Fuck. You gotta at least take a walk around the block or some shit. (laughs) I don't have to to lose weight, but I'm a fat fuck, so I'll just lose weight. If I just... If I eat 1,800 calories, I'll lose weight. I'll lose, like... Pounds pretty easy. Oh really? I don't know. Probably. I actually had to move your body a little bit to to actually burn that shit off. You know? Yeah, that's. A, I, mean, I lost like uh, years, uh, two years ago. I lost like sixty five pounds, and I didn't really do any working out. I mean. <laughs> you know what? I when I was almost at two hundred pounds, all I did was stop eating ice cream every day. And <laughs> <laughs> I went down to uh, 165, so. You're eating ice cream every day. I was having ice cream every fucking day. Like once a day or multiple times a day? Uh, Yeah, I think it was just once a day. Yeah, that's hard. I a lot of other shit too, though. Yeah. Uh, Well, you got to mean when you buy ice cream, you know. Yeah, fuck. What are you going to do? I have Neapolitan ice cream in the freezer right now. I shouldn't have that shit, but I do. Don't go wilding out on the ice cream. That's even old guy fucking ice cream. Old guy ice cream. <laughs> Neapolitan. Dude, that's old people shit. Yeah, my dad eats that, man. Oh, yeah. You get all the three flavors together. <laughs> what? The best deal? Chocolate and strawberry. Mm-mm, delicious. <laughs> my favorite part's the strawberry. <laughs> I like to mix the vanilla and the chocolate together. I mean, that, yeah, mix, that's what you're all going to mix anyway, but yeah. yeah, they all mix together and it's, uh, you know. You know what I've been doing? I've been uh, breaking apart like four Oreo cookies, crushing them up into powder, <laughs> and then topping my ice cream with the Oreo cookie powder. Those are your back on ice cream or what? Not every day, no. Maybe once a week I'll have that shit. <laughs> that's probably why I'm getting fatter again because I can't eat it once a week. You saw that picture, right? I look pretty fucking fat there. 
I don't know. I think that's all relative. <laughs> I see myself every day, man. My my perspective of fat is uh, is skewed. <laughs> like people are like oh, that guy's fat. Like that guy's not that fat. <laughs> like my belly's sticking out a little bit. Like fuck. <laughs> you guys, maybe Bigelow really wasn't that fat. Okay. <laughs> Yes, he was. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God damn it. Good stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can follow me on su- Twitter, interact. You message me, I message you back, baby. At Suplex City Limit. Uh, you can hear more of my bullshit. Suplex City Limits live on YouTube every Saturday, noon Eastern. Getting ripped, waking bacon, talking the shit about the weekend wrestling. Uh, you can also hear me on the check engine light podcast on youtube me and two homies lifelong well not lifelong friends <laughs> long time friends we met in 2007 playing forza 2 on xbox we live in completely different parts of the country but we take a look at all kinds of crazy vehicles we decide if they are tits or shits we everybody votes and uh, it's a good time and our youtube show is fun it has pictures you see all the cars we see so check that out get the audio visual experience yeah, dude. Good times. Yeah. Um, I have no idea when the inhuman experience is coming back. Like I said, there's uh, we have to get our schedules on point. But we do have a new song that's been sitting in the vault since 2018, just released. Um, I don't know the fuck have I not heard this. Dude, I put it up on Facebook last night. Mm. I, I was advertising the shit out of it. Well, as much as I can, you know. I'm off the fucking radar again. I stayed up. I like woke up this morning at 6 a.m. Took my chick to work. Came home. I just slept most of the fucking day. <laughs> just left until like noon. So power nap. The- I probably haven't looked at Facebook. No, probably not. Well, yeah, definitely check that out. Shit. Yeah, no, you can go to Facebook and follow me, uh, Bobby Blades. Um, and yeah, we, right now we don't have. And other than this, don't have any shows, but we were hoping to, you know, drop another episode of Inhuman Cafe. That didn't pan out. Um, but hopefully soon, you know, we'll get some shit going. Um, yeah, and check our music out. It's a new song. Well, new to you guys, but it's old to us because we dropped it in 2018. It's just been sitting in the vaults for a while. Um, like Prince keeping those hits in the fucking vault. No, man, we're keeping that shit locked down. That one you guys did with Burbs back in the day, that was dope. Yeah, I just, I uh, was posting that shit on Facebook a couple days ago too. I didn't see it. God damn it. I was like, let's put this video out once more because not enough people have watched it. It's your boy, Babs. Yeah, much love to Burbs, man. Yeah, I haven't talked to him in a while. We go in these weird things where like we play Xbox together all the time for like two weeks and then we don't don't see each other for like months. (laughs) I'm so bad at going on Xbox, man. I haven't played anything on there in a while. I would see you on Outriders here and there. Really? No, I yeah. beat it um, two days ago, and that was the last time I played. Yeah, I know. I'm saying like a week or two ago, I would see you on there because you're offline on the friends list. But when I go to my join the games, it would show you on there. Oh, why didn't you hit me up? Because we're playing on like world tier fucking a shitload. Oh, all right. Yeah, never mind. I'll probably be ass at that. You were playing World Tier 1, right? Yeah, World Tier 1, the whole thing. The whole thing. I made it to level 25 on Tier 1. 
Which, of course, is easy. Anybody could do that shit. Did you? I mean, by the end, were you not just massacring everybody? Or oh, it was awesome. I was just, I was plowing through enemies, just using powers and shit. On uh, on Xbox, I was a pyromancer, so I was setting everybody on fire and just like I had the overpowered weapons. I was loving it, man. That's I a character it. I had too. We play it the fucking world. We're playing in like high ass world tier, <laughs> so it's hard as fuck, dude. It takes like everything we have to fucking beat some of the shit that we're doing because like, we to get the right? oh, hard yeah definitely uh to get the best gear you got to be level 30 okay. um character and then you got to be able to world tier at max which is like 15 fuck and then you go into this after you beat the game there's like a separate mode where you can do challenges and those have a difficulty you crank that motherfucker up all the way and you can get like all this super great shit, but we're not there yet. It's like a slow grind of getting better and better and better. Yeah. It's whatever. We we haven't played Outriders for a while. We actually switched over to Zombie Army uh, Zombie Army Four, which is also free on Game Pass. Yeah, I'd like to play that with you guys. It's pretty fucking tremendous. You could jump in. We're in the you know we're kind of in the middle of. <laughs> Do I have to level up anything in this game? Um, not really. I mean, you get shit as you level up, but you could join in anywhere in the story and be level one, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah but it's based on the sniper games. Uh, I don't think I've ever played those. Yeah, sniper. We play all those fuckers. But yeah, it's just a take on that where you just kill um, Nazi zombies and shit. Well, through story and stuff. Yeah, so it's uh, kind of like Call of Duty Zombies, where you, the Black Ops. Nah, that's like a mode where you, this is a whole story oh, game. Whole game, all right. Yeah. And you either fight bosses and shit like that, but yeah, just run around shooting shit, and it's dope as fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna download that, and we'll get on there. Do a Playing that, there's like, I actually have a backlog for once, and then there's this new game on Game Pass where you shoot the fuck out of dinosaurs, which... I love dinosaurs. Oh, I'm into that. Turok? It's like something. It's a three player co op. It's like something extinction. I forget what it's called, but oh. it looks amazing too. I got it downloaded and like just waiting to get to it because I'm still playing all this other shit, which is such a rare feeling for me. Like, oh, we have all these games to play. It's fucking awesome. But when I hit you up last night, you were like, I'm totally doing adult shit. I'm not playing on Xbox right now. Yeah, I was killing zombie Nazis. <laughs> Xbox. Yeah, man, we gotta fucking get together and do that shit. Yeah, the devil box, dude, keeps me from doing productive shit. Yeah, keeps you keeps you off the streets, man. Keeps you off that crack. Fuck, there's crack nearby. I bet. I bet I could go over and buy some crack right now. Probably could. Hmm. Well, there you go. That's it. Or if you got a band you want us to check out, hit us up. Or if you want to send pictures of your wife's tits. Yes. Don't forget that. And if you want to give me free guitar lessons on Skype or something. Yeah, if you want to give Jim guitar lessons on Skype free, uh, hit us up. Only free, though. Don't forget to leave us a review. You have no idea how much that helps. Like, it bumps us up there. It gets more listeners to us. So We also take recipes at that email. <laughs> recipes for crack. <laughs> no, recipes for like, you know, whatever, dude. Good ass cookies, chicken wings, you know, whatever kind of recipe All you right, got. I'll send you all that because I'm not really a foodie, so. 
<laughs> I'm just being a dick. <laughs> That's it. We thank you very much for listening. We'll be back uh, in two weeks. So yeah. until then, hail Satan. Hail yourself.